You are listening to The Stender with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. So just a quick word of introduction about Tazria Mitzora. It deals uh, primarily with a uh, series of afflictions um, that uh, were, I guess, uh, prevalent in the ancient world, known as Sarat, uh, which is usually translated as leprosy, uh, but it's probably not the modern condition of leprosy that, uh, that still exists today, uh, which sometimes is also called Hansen's disease. It probably is not that. Um, if not for any other reason, then uh, that disease doesn't afflict uh, one's clothing or one's house. But if you read the Torah portions for this week, uh, indeed, the disease that it talks about afflicts not only a person's body, but their clothing and their home. Um, the second reason why probably not the uh, modern condition or the condition we know is leprosy, um, because even the one that afflicts a person's body doesn't seem to resemble the symptoms of that, uh, of that condition. But a lot of people, myself included, have a lot of difficulty, have a lot of trouble with these Torah portions. These are like bar and bat mitzvah kids dread getting this Torah portion assigned to them. He's like, how do I make heads or tails of how at all this is a relevant uh, aspect of modern life? And on a certain level, on the contextual or literal level of the Torah portion, it's not necessary. Right? It is describing um, an ancient illness that our ancestors believed was, the, uh, was, a, was, a, was a physical manis- manifestation of a spiritual condition and required, therefore, not a medical attention, but spiritual attention. So the priest gets involved in curing the person of their tzarat, or their home of their tzarat, or their clothes of their tzarat. But one of the things that my teacher, Rabbi Artsin, uh, has pointed out to me is that the old paradigm, which is really the medieval paradigm, of the notion that we are physical beings, that have some kind of non-physical, non-material soul kind of planted inside of us um, is not a native idea to the Jewish tradition, is not a native idea to the Bible, nor does it really accord with all that we know um, of reality, all that we know of science. Because there's no real way of proving or disproving necessarily the fact that the idea that we have a non-material ghost in our machine but it also doesn't accord with a lot of what we know about reality. And it turns out that the idea that we have a physical body implanted with a non-physical soul is not an idea that the authors of the Bible would have known either. There's no word for soul in the Bible. Often the word that's translated as soul in medieval translations is nefesh. Like in Genesis, when Adam is created, he becomes a nefesh chayah. A living soul. That's how it's usually translated, but the word nefesh in the biblical context doesn't mean soul. It means integrated person. Which means, are we souls with a body? Or are we bodies with a soul? The answer, I think, from the origins of the Jewish tradition, the Bible and the rabbis, who didn't yet know medieval Platonic philosophy, the answer is, We are sold bodies. 
In other words, there is no split, no distinction between our bodies and souls. So are we physical beings having a spiritual experience or spiritual beings having a physical experience? The answer to both counts is yes. We are both of those simultaneously, physical as well as spiritual. So that means, can spiritual conditions manifest themselves in physical ways? The answer is yes. I was involved in addiction treatment um, I, I didn't go through addiction treatment. I was involved as a spiritual counselor in addiction treatment when I was uh, in rabbinical school in L.A. And that is as clear an example as I can give you of a spiritual condition that manifests itself in deeply physical ways. But that also means if we are integrated bodies and souls, that taking care of our bodies, exercising, eating healthy, doing everything we can to preserve and sustain ourselves, that becomes a profoundly religious act. It is a mitzvah of the highest order to care for ourselves. And it also means that our planet is not just a dead machine without a soul. If everything physical is also spiritual, then it means that to care for our planet, to ensure its health and viability, is a deeply spiritual and deeply religious act. And it means that to care for other people, to support and perform acts of loving kindness, and to create communities of justice, that is a deeply spiritual and religious act as well. So is Tazria Mitzorah relevant in our time? I think profoundly yes, because what it teaches is that the old understanding where we have distinct bodies and distinct souls, and the religious thing is to care about the soul, but don't really worry about the physical because that's not so important, that is not a biblical view. The biblical view is that body and soul as an integrated entity is important, which means that from a religious, from a spiritual, from a godly point of view, our bodies, our world, each other matters. And it is a mitzvah of the highest order. Careful.